The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling? Make sure you go there first. Online at mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. About that spare Mickey Mantle baseball card you've got laying around in the house or in the attic. Hold on one second. Let me give you some info. What that might be worth. Little take me out of the ball game. Does that whet your appetite for warmer days ahead? You baseball addicts. It does me. It sure does me. Listen to this story. JB, before I give you the info, were you a baseball card collector at any point in your life? I was until about 12 or 13. I still have a, a couple of shoeboxes full of cards. Yeah. But uh, none of them really worth over about 50 bucks a piece. Sure. I got you. Maybe have, may have two or three of them. I have yeah. to say, it's nostalgic for me, JB. I've got boxes of them. I still have ones I collected that were worth something 25, 30 years ago when I was a kid. Oh, hey, what am I now? It'd be more than 30 years ago. <laughs> 35 well, back in the early ago. 90s, there was a run on them. Oh, it was a know? run. Well, and apparently, JB, it's coming back. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's becoming a big sort of like this. What's the right, what's the right term here? There's this, I don't know. There's sort Res- of a, it's resurgence. got a, yeah, like a cult following type thing happening now in the baseball card world out here. I got you. Yeah, and. So anyway, it's interesting. Well, here, here's the story. I've been teasing it long enough. A Mickey Mantle baseball card has shattered a five-month-old record for the highest-selling sports card of all time. It has gone for $5.2 million. PWC, no. Oh, that's that's astronomical. Five point two million dollars for a baseball card. That's epic. That's <laughs> epic. <laughs> PWCC Marketplace is uh, apparently you know a place that buys and sells. You have online auctions and all this kind of stuff. They make it. They made the announcement this morning. It's a nineteen fifty two tops Mickey Mantle, and it says PSA nine. Now PSA is a grading system that ranges from one to ten. So 10 being the best shape the card could possibly be in, this thing's a 9. So it's a Mickey Mantle 1952 Topps card, but it's in a 9 condition, uh, you know, 1 through 10. 9 out of 10. It took the record from a 1 of 1 Mike Trout rookie card that sold for $3.94 million in August. Now, how did I miss that? Y'all may not care one thing about baseball, let alone baseball cards. And I understand that may not be for everybody. And and I know that everybody still has football on the brain and other stuff. But I I saw this and I went, wait a minute. That's got to be a typo. That's not $5.2 million for a baseball card. Yes, it is. Rob Go, the actor who acquired streetwear brand Dope, in 2017, purchased the 52 mantle 
1952 mantle card, which former NFL lineman Evan Mathis sold in 2018 for $2.8 million. (laughs) The guy who bought it, the actor, here's what he says. The 1952 Topps Mantle is the holy grail of sports cards. As a kid, ripping packs in the 90s. There you go, JB. Yep. He said, I always dreamt of owning one. I felt this mantle was highly underpriced. (laughs) He must have some money. Oh, he's got it. Since August, this guy has, he's bought a 1916 Sporting News Babe Ruth rookie card. A 1917 Collins McCarthy Joe Jackson and several PSA 10, again, perfect mint condition, Michael Jordan rookie cards, among other things. I got basketball cards. I got a book right over here. It's got a Michael Jordan basketball card in it. What's it worth? The purchase marks another milestone amid a recent surge in big money sports memorabilia sales. Uh, you've had 10 different card sales that have now topped $900,000. Eight of those sales in the past 12 months. Hard times, JB, hard times. The Trout rookie <laughs> sale in August. August of 2020, in the middle of a pandemic. A Hannes Wagner condition 5 out of 10 Sold in 2016, it had previously held the record at 3.12 million. Look here, man. We're talking baseball cards. <laughs> you sound like Alan Iverson. <laughs> We're talking cards. This is paper. Folks, if it rains on it, it's gone. If 10 year old Matt got a hold of it, it would have made a noise like this. In his ba- in his bicycle going down the road, and I stuck it. You stick it right there between the the pedal hub, not the pedal hub, the uh, what am I? The fender, basically, of your bicycle wheel, where the card sticks in there, but it also connects to the spokes, and now you got a motor sound <laughs> going down the road. <laughs> we did that with baseball cards, and then you get into collecting them. I was into it, and it was a kid in the '80s, you know, coming up collecting. Back then, it was like in that era, it was Jose Canseco was a big deal. Bo Jackson cards, Will Clark cards, especially Canseco and McGuire and all those guys. Books. I got books and books and books of them. $5.2 million. Does that not make you, I don't care who you are, does that not make you want to go over to, you know, Aunt Ethel's house? where she's been living for 50 years. She raised four boys. You know, they're all gone. And go over to her house and see if she'll let you up in the attic. Yeah. You know? Oh, you know, there's got to be tons of them laying around that people just discarded or haven't even looked at right. in years. Well, there's a there's a uh, uh, collectible cards and comic book store right here in the uh, strip mall where the studio is. Oh, really? Right there? Right there on the corner. Hmm. Outstanding. Well, you know, all I know is that it excites me just to see that because I'm like this guy. This, this guy's an actor. He's got all the money. But I was that way as a kid. You know, you're opening these packs and you're flipping through them and who's there and who's not. And you're trading with your buddies. And I did a dumb thing one time. 
dumb thing one time, JB. When I was a young kid, I got an uncle. Uh, my sister's, I'm sorry, my mother's, <laughs> watch out. I got my, my mother's youngest brother, uh, youngest sibling, her brother. He gave me a couple of boxes of baseball cards he'd come across in the mid-70s, early to mid-70s. And there were some there from the 60s also. And I got into collecting them. Well, he goes up in the attic, brings them down, gives them to me. And I still have a lot of those. So you're talking about the era of like Roberto Clemente and Lou Brock and Yastrzemski and all these guys in these a couple of late 60s, but mostly like early 70s to mid 70s baseball cards. And there were several Hank Aaron baseball cards in this group of stuff. So there's more than one, right? And I let some kid talk me into, way back when, trading one of those Hank Aaron baseball cards for a Jose Canseco card. Now, who came out on the short end of that stick? I tell you who. Me. Trading away a Hank Aaron for a Jose Canseco. Well, Jose Canseco was big at the time. I thought it was a good trade then. Turns out, historically, (laughs) swing and a miss. All right, what are your thoughts? I just had to pass along. And also, by the way, basketball, state loss last night. It's a pretty tough loss. One-point loss to a bad Texas A&M team. We'll talk about that also, the implications. The implications. All right, uh, here we go. Country Pleasing text line, 885-ESPN. Joe Pesci says, any wait for state baseball? What did it say? You're waiting on state baseball? Is also what a beautiful day today is. It is absolutely gorgeous today. Warm on up. I'm ready for it to warm on up, just like you. Eric on the text line says he picked up a he picked up $65 worth of sausage at Country Meat Packers this morning. No Matt Wyatt discount, <laughs> but scored maple blueberry, black pepper and cheese. Can't wait. Oh my goodness, Eric, you made two great choices. You made two great choices. I was telling JB yesterday here on the show, this happened yesterday morning. I'm cooking some of that blueberry maple in the kitchen. I made Mary Liddy's breakfast before school. I take it over there to her, sit it down, and she goes, hey, something smells like pancakes. (laughs) And she didn't have pancakes on her plate. She must have thought she was getting pancakes. And when the plate shows up, they're not on there. And uh, she's like, something smells like pancakes. Yeah, it's the sausage, the maple blueberry sausage. Man, Eric, you're going to love it. And I'm telling you, I've only had like two packages over the last year or so of the black pepper and cheese. And it absolutely is in my top five, and it may be in the top three. It's that good. Three Hump Camel says, for that price, talking about the mantle card, $5.2 million, it better come with a stick of that awful gum they used to put in tops back. <laughs> you know what, Three Hump Camel? Um, was some of my favorite days as a kid, man. What's that? And chewing I, that gum? I, chewing that gum, man. Yeah. You know, six, seven, eight years old, you get you a pack of uh, cards down at the Totesum store for 25 cents for the pack. Yeah. You chew that gum all the way back, and it's nasty by the time you get <laughs> And brittle, you know? Oh, yeah. JB, last year, a buddy of mine lives out in Texas. I, he must have gone, like, to a flea market or something, and they – very cheap. There was a, a whole thing of these unopened packages of old baseball cards from the 90s. Mm-hmm. 
And he knows I like that stuff. So he bought them and sent them to me. It didn't cost him anything. And my daughter and I got in here and we had a good time opening the packages, you know, and opening, looking through the cards. And she was fascinated with this brittle, broken up bubble gum. And because she loves candy. And she's like, do we try it? Daddy, you try it. I'm like, no. She's like, yeah, but, or do I? She was fascinated with the idea that this gum is like 35 years old, 30 years old, yeah. whatever it is. And oh, that yeah. we could possibly chew it. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, man, the funniest story I've got about baseball cards really had nothing to do with me as a kid. But when I was a youth minister serving a church in Baton Rouge, one of my uh, youth that came, her dad was a really cool guy. He played basketball at LSU in the in the late uh, 60s. And uh, he was obsessive compulsive about everything he did. Uh-huh. And so 90 at the end of 91, 92, when these cards started getting hot, he got him a corporate membership at Sam's and would be there every morning for the delivery, and he would buy the maximum amount of boxes you could buy. Really? Oh, yeah. And so he's just basically hoarding them. Yes, yes, like people with toilet paper at the beginning of COVID. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he still got it? Yeah. Well, he passed away a couple of years ago, but his, uh, his youngest son uh, – good basketball player in his own right uh, he got him he got him wow yeah. but you know it's, that's it's, really it, it was funny to me to see a what i thought was an old guy at the time but he's he's younger than i am now but to be so <laughs> obsessed with getting these kid cards yeah you know right that was amazing and that neat it's a lot of that i think for people is it takes you back i mean there's a money angle for the the diehards but a lot of it like you said kind of you know, takes you back to when you were a kid and you didn't you didn't know any better than not to care about anything. Uh, Bama in Madison says, Hannes Wagner tobacco cards sold for 3.25. Uh, special case says, sounds like you need to get yours appraised, Matt. Well, maybe I do. I got stuff here. that I mean, you got some cards that are worth a little bit. You know, some of those 70s cards. Of, <laughs> and of course, I got a Johnny Michael. Bench rookie card. Do you? Yeah. Get it appraised. Well, it's not in very good shape. I, I had it appraised. I got gotcha. you. Uh, AWOL Texas Show, and he said, congrats to JB on the baby, grandbaby. Thanks I just so became much. a dad a few months ago, and it's life-changing. Matt, how impressed were you with Sark in the national championship? Not just the play calling, but the play designs were incredible. He was absolutely putting on a show for every Texas fan wanted to see. And I tell you, if you're a quarterback at Texas and they got a good one, I think they're pretty excited, don't you? Mm-hmm. All right, just getting started with y'all here on this Thursday in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau studio. Stick around. Hey, Matt, you still there? 